This is Monocle on Design Extra. It's a short show to accompany our weekly long-form programme where we unpack everything from architecture and craft to furniture and fashion. I'm Maylie Evans. Now the festive season is well upon us, so we thought we'd bring some yuletide spirit with a story on the Christmas window displays of one of Montreal's most storied department stores. Since 1947, the Christmas windows at Ogilvy were created by the German teddy bear and toy maker Steiff and became something close to a city institution. Some of their classic displays are the centrepiece of a new exhibition at Montreal's McCord Stewart Museum. Monocle's Tomas Lewis went along and sent us this report. I've come to the McCord Stewart Museum here in Montreal and I'm starting my visit outside because at this time of year, every year, one very special item from the museum's collections is taken out of the galleries and installed on the sidewalk outside the museum for Montrealers passing by to stop and take a glimpse at this very special part of Montreal's history at Christmas. Now, I'm standing in front of a, of a huge red display case. It looks a little bit like an oversized Christmas gift. And through the windows is a really large, oversized Christmas scene. It's an enchanted forest. I can see some stuffed frogs hopping along a lake. There is a stuffed fox and a stuffed rabbit. They're playing a kind of whack-a-mole with each other and behind them there is a line of teddy bears on a mechanised track. Uh, They seem to be chasing one another through this Christmas winter forest. Now this is one of two scenes that were installed for many decades in the windows every Christmas of Montreal's most famous department store, Ogilvy. They're now part of the McCord-Stewart collection and the second of these scenes is inside the museum. So let's go in to meet the curator, Guylaine Lemay, to discuss the history of these very special Christmas windows in the history of Montreal. Oh, wow. This is magical. <laughs> so there's two, there's two vitrines, showcases. There's one that's displayed outside and there's one inside. The one outside is called the Mill in the Forest and the one inside is the Enchanted Village. So we're in front of the Enchanted Village, of course, where we see there's close to 125 characters uh, that are uh, exhibited. A lot of them are mechanized, so we're moving around, probably a hundred of them. And uh, you see different scenes, the chickens laying their eggs and uh, the teacher with her ducklings. You see this cute little scene there with uh, a little, a poor little rabbit that's being spanked for some reason. I guess he did something naughty. And the rabbit is stuck in the window. It's stuck in the window, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It used to be presented at the Ogilvy store, which is down on St. Catherine. And, um, and we were lucky enough to get it um, as a donation uh, a few years ago, uh, 2015. And uh, so we're, we're quite happy to have them here. And we showcase them every year now, every Christmas. Um, like I said, one outside, one inside. So that uh, for those who don't want to come into the museum, they can still have access to one of the showcases. And these uh, scenes, these windows over the years, I suppose, became something of a, of a part of the identity of the city oh, themselves. Yeah. Maybe you can sort of explain that, that part of the affection sure. people feel for these. The um, vitrines, like I said, was from Ogilvy, and uh, they're linked to a lot of histories. They're linked to the Steiff uh, factory and the Steiff stuffed animals because 
All of these are Stife. Uh, the vitrine was made by Stife. It was ordered from Stife. Stife, which is a, uh, a company in Germany, of course, famous for their stuffed animals. It was uh, ordered in 1947, which is quite incredible when you think we're post-war, port Second World War. It was ordered by um, the owner at the time of the Ogilvy store, which was John Aird um, Nesbitt. He was a visionary, uh, but he was in that period where Christmas became a, a bit of a a tradition, so people would come anyways to look at store vitrines because a lot of them were the vitrine spectacle. So you would come and they would have these setups, you know, with princesses and dresses, where you, it was both a marketing tool so you could expose your wares, but it was also a mise en scène that people would enjoy seeing, and so it was a bit of a competition of who had the best window display. And I suppose that Stife is world-renowned for the longevity of the, the stuffed teddy bears yes. and animals that they, they produce. Yes, I mean, I mean, you're looking at them, and a lot of them are the original 1947 teddy bears. I mean, that's how good they were and how they were made to last. When I look at the windows, I think there were some that came a little bit later, so maybe there was an arrangement with Ogilvy. Again, I don't know with the Ogilvy history, but there must have been some form of understanding with Ogilvy and Stife, because I look at, for example, those hedgehogs, the Mechie hedgehogs, they came out in the 1940s. 50s. So we can see a few of them in this uh, in this uh, vitrine. So you know there must have been some requests or some changes that were done through the years. I guess the history of these vitrines are very much linked to the history of the Stife Company, founded by Margaret Stife, who was an extraordinary woman in her you know in her age. Uh, she um, was born in 1847. Uh, very early on, was struck by polio, so was left paralyzed by their two legs and one her right arm. And despite that handicap, uh, she learned to be a seamstress. Again, you know, despite the handicap of being a woman in the 19th century, she managed to develop a factory that, uh, you know, with a number, that initially it was 10 employees, so that they were making clothing of felt. And um, then in, you know, in the late 19th century, she came upon a, a pattern in, in a magazine called Modenwelt uh, of a little elephant and uh, made a few and gave them away as gift and they just became so popular that she switched to making stuffed animals. And uh, she hired her nephew and the children of her nephew, and they took over, and uh, the company developed. And uh, you know, it, they, in 1880, they, they made that little elephant. In 1892, they had their first catalog where they had elephants and other animals, and it just took off, and uh, the, company is, the company still exists today. Now, in the 19, you know, about 1911, 1912, they were already making mechanical displays that you could either buy or you could rent. And so they were already known and popular at the time. It was very much in the same spirit as Macy's in New York or uh, Les Galeries Lafayette in Paris. So it's, it was things that were already being done. But uh, here in, uh, in Canada, well, Montreal was, uh, I guess, the first. And uh, 1947, we had our first Stife display cases here. And this is something that uh, people adore to see. And uh, I've read a number of articles in, in the newspapers, you know, to, to try to track down the history of these windows. It's very interesting to see how it was an event 
the the opening of the window was an event every year. They would it would be announced, and people were excited, and they you know they would line up to see it. And uh, so it's quite it's quite interesting that it's still today. It's still as popular. It's it's really part of the Montreal tradition. It's something that people really wanted us to uh, to take over because it's it's in their hearts. It's something that uh, they all remember as kids or as grandparents or <laughs> whatever. In your mind, as a curator, what makes the, the design staff employed, pioneered, I suppose, so, so special and so alluring? I think it's the details of these animals. Um, it's the, um, the, um, the realism of these animals. It's, it was one of the mottos of, of Margaret Steiff. It was the details, and it was also making it for the children. It was something, the quality was for the children. And still today, they're made, they're, 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 they're impeccable quality. It's the material that was used. It was the finesse of the way they were made that just made them last through the years. It's a nostalgia of uh, something that even that, that has gone through the times and is, are still as endearing as they were when they first came out. Yes, you can go and find things um, you know, more digitized or more sophisticated, more modern, but these are, are just simply endearing. For children, it's, they're just magical because they're so simple, they're so adorable, they're so relatable as a child. That's the attractiveness of these, of these uh, showcases, and I think that's why they've survived and they've been so popular all these years. Times will change, but these won't. These, you can come, go back every year and you can find your friends and your favorite teddy bear or rabbit or whatever character you just loved as a kid and they'll be still there and it uh, I think that's also something that nostalgia of that the tradition of that window that is perpetuated through the years it's true that you know kids nowadays are very much into the, uh, the different technologies that have developed now but they still are extremely attracted to these simple quaint windows and their settings and their and their sceneries and their music and their characters and their it's that that feeling that uh, they're our friends <laughs> they're the little friends <laughs> and that is special technology will change characters will change these won't they're always they'll always be there and they're always welcome the holidays That was the curator Guylaine LeMay speaking to Monocle's Thomas Lewis at Montreal's McCord Stewart Museum. The exhibition Enchanted Worlds is on until the 8th of January 2023, so do check it out if you can. That's all for this week. If you're eager for more design stories, then listen to our full-length programme, Monocle on Design, airing on Tuesdays at 8pm London time. Or if you prefer print, then pick up a copy of Monocle magazine on all good newsstands now. Today's episode was produced by me, Maylie Evans. We'll be taking a short break from On Design Extras over the next two weeks, but fear not, we'll be back in January with plenty more design stories from across the globe. Have a wonderful Christmas and a very happy new year. Thank you for listening. <laughs>